Hello and welcome to the Sorry Motors podcast. I'm your host Mike, today joined by just Sammy, just the two of us. And I wish we were discussing The Suicide Squad because we both watched it <laughs> in the last few days. And, <laughs> and it's, it's, so but it's so good. <laughs> it's really good. But we're going to discuss a different DC thing instead, uh, which shares many of the characters. Uh, we're going to be discussing the Arkham games today. So we're just going to go through in order, just discuss general thoughts, gameplay, characters, because it's one of the best video game series of all time, as I'm sure. Certainly is. Before we start, get just the obligatory out of the way uh the the boring podcast stuff uh why don't you uh, listen to our other podcast a little community watch along called uh, intermediate studies of podcast and originality and a big thank you to spike kappa for our music and hey why not follow us on all the socials as well you gotta just search sorry meadows because you'll find us because it's a very unique name (laughs) (laughs) very creative around these parts so we will start naturally with a game that I think when it came out, I don't think anyone had any idea like how good it was going to be. Because superhero games, unless they were Spider-Man ones, were just kind of generic trash back then. And even some of the Spider-Man ones are... And a lot of the Spider-Man uh, yeah. ones. Yeah, they're not great, are they? <laughs> and then like this Arkham game is coming out. I was like, okay, we'll, we'll all play it because it's Batman. It seems cool. And then Arkham Asylum landed and turned out possibly to, to change the genre a, a lot. Really good game. <laughs> like, Fantastic, a fantastic game. game, and probably my least favorite of the the Rocksteady ones. <laughs> Still uh, fantastic, yeah, for sure. Like <laughs> the gameplay when I downloaded the uh, remastered or Back to the Asylum uh, editions for this and City. Um, gameplay still a little bit clunky. Counters like not quite when you hit the counter button, or not quite as fluid and like glitching on like hitboxes for like walls and stuff that aren't there when it came out i can imagine because this invented like i say invented uh this really like pioneered the way for like f- the free flow combat not just in the arkham games but in things like assassin's creed and stuff as well so um, still really impressive I, I think but yeah the game gameplay wise is where this goes i think to the bottom of the the main three for me because i think You've got the full foundation there for the free flow combat and and the predator stuff was genius. I think putting that in the detective like stuff is yeah the yeah. the amount of like freedom you get. Although it was better later on as more gadgets came in, there were more enemy types. The amount of freedom you get in those predator bits is amazing. And in the challenge maps where they set you to specific tasks is where you really see like how much you can do. So I think that was the the like best part. But you can feel while you're playing it that it's just not it's not quite there yet because like. In the later games, they added more and more moves. And then I feel it starts to flow better. But yeah. in this one, like, it took me years to manage to do the challenge maps. Because the combat's just... its Although it's really good, it's a lot more basic, I think. It's a lot of... Well, when I first first played this, um, which was still way after it came out, because anyone who's listened to this podcast or listened to our previous video games one will know that I wasn't much of a gamer growing up. So like when I had trees to run around, I had trees to go and climb. Um, I didn't get the free flow bit. So I wasn't like holding the direction and pressing, I think X to like run over there and like, or like backflip over there and whack the next and to keep the the thing going. I was literally just hammering X for the entire game. Yeah. Um, It's like, it's not as like free flow as in the others, like, it feels easier to like 
feel like a badass in the others because the game kind of guides you a bit with the the thing yeah. whereas in this one you've got to do a lot to to get yourself that way but i played i played through the entire game and occasionally i would like whiz across and be like oh how did i do that so i went <laughs> off and looked at it and then i was like oh my god i literally just had to like hold my direction stick down whilst pressing x and i could have just like streaked round. so when i went back to play the back to the asylum edition oh boy i was just like whizzing i think where the gameplay in this one shines is the exploration of the asylum yeah because it's like because the outdoors is very limited here and like in the later games you because they're mainly outdoors with a few like inside buildings you get those buildings are very small like well-structured levels but here the majority of the game is this big interconnected like indoor and exploring it is so good and i really like having the other games have this but obviously to a lesser degree because the maps are three four five times as big um i really liked having this one sort of small environment with about seven or eight buildings and you constantly go back to each of them so when you get new gadgets and stuff you can go further in and it's not and hear it oh my god hearing that jingle on the intercom just before Joker speaks. Sticks with you forever, doesn't it? Sticks with you forever. I love it. And I love um, where the exploration also comes into its own, and we'll talk about this, I guess, in a, in a little bit as well, is with the Riddler uh, challenges. So it's not just screenshotting, screenshotting um, frames that are the answer to riddles or finding trophies but you've also got the maps and the audio tapes and looking around for these areas really does sort of show you i bet it was a lot of the the environment designers going we put a lot of work into this yeah like, stick stuff in all got, of these corners we've got so, so many <laughs> like we've got so many hidden nooks and crannies in this world we built that we, we need something to put in them uh <laughs> So but that's, I, I think that's where the Riddler stuff came from. Yeah, I, and I really like listening to the the audio tapes. I find it really interesting. Yeah, um, especially in this one. Like, I think that's a point where I suppose we can use it as a bit of a transition to story and character. Is that's the point where this first one shines above the others for me? Is that the atmosphere and the tone and all the extra stuff? Like you said, the the tapes. It's all so good in this one because I think you, you get the tapes in the later ones, but I never found them as compelling to listen to because the the stories you're unlocking in the others were just more interesting. Whereas here, because they're like interviews with a psychiatrist in the asylum, it's a very very good look into the psyche of each one. And it makes sense for them to be here. Like there's no, why would like uh, uh, Victor Zaz tape be on some rooftop in some Gotham somewhere like, uh, you know, like, but in the asylum, when you're running around, you would find all these things. Um, and obviously like little nods and stuff to other characters like Prometheus. I don't yeah. know why he was the one I, I went to, but like <laughs> the, the classic, everyone's <laughs> favorite a- anti-Batman. Um... Well, that's, that's something I love about this one is cause they didn't know, I think how far they were going yet. Like they just went, let's just put as many Easter eggs in as we can. And that's something that carried on into the later ones is that the attention to detail in the world in these games is you it's can look fantastic. anywhere and see a reference to just a DC thing because that's the world you're in. And it's this is an established already Batman world. All the villains 
already yeah. exist. Like, He's been the... Batman for, what, 20, 30, yeah. 40 years? So, like, obviously there's going to be things around. And, like, it, like, even the references in this, like, they don't just go... Because there's a thing with Batman things often, and I think the films are especially guilty of this, where they go very surface level just because yeah. they think that's what people know. Whereas here, like, there's a lot of villains I heard about for the first time through scanning them here. Like, Ratcatcher is... You've got a thing, and I didn't care about Ratcatcher back then. I do now because of the Suicide Squad. Uh, but like, but I'd never heard of them before I played this. And then you get a full bio on them, and it's cool. Yeah, and it's nice. Um, well, what I did is I usually I save all the Riddler stuff for the end. Like, if I can go and pass something and I see it, like I'll grab it. But I'll go back and do all the Riddler stuff at the end. And by that point, I have a good layout of the asylum as well. Yeah, you know it. It's in your. You, it's in your yeah. head. And it's it's nice to have that sort of familiarity that builds up yeah. over time um, because it's sort of like you can imagine Batman has this familiarity yeah. and as I well. I think that's that's something that shines about Asylum and City because they're a bit more contained. Those worlds are like totally ingrained in my head. Like I can move around them so easily now because I just know where everything is and that's because of how well they're built. I think we, I said we were transitioning to story and character. We didn't because there's so much with the atmosphere <laughs> of this to talk about. But I think what I like about this one is that where the stories went a lot bigger later, I like that because this is more of like a small, simple location. It's got a smaller, more simple story to go with it. And I think that's fine. I think sometimes yeah. that's what Batman needs. It's just Joker is planning a party with the Titan. And, and, and everyone's just invited. Stop him. Yeah. Everyone's and it's invited. great. And it's, it works so well. Because the whole thing is just... Because obviously you can't have him interacting with the villain the whole time. So you think, oh, why aren't you just stopping him? So I think like having the Joker talk to you over the intercom and then send other villains at you yeah. throughout is a good way of like progressing the story while having a lot of Joker in there. And this is... It's, it's not really a fault with the Batman films because I, I like most of them. It allows you to interact with... Uh, Batman has so many rogues, and it allows you to interact, even if they're not main villains, like, um, for example, in Arkham Knight, Poison Ivy, you can still hang out and sort of chat with her. Like, it's yeah. not... Uh, it's not limited to just, like... You're not making or breaking just on your central villain, because you're also going to fight Bane and Zaz and Poison Ivy and Riddler and... So it's a nice... And you're forgetting the single... The, the two characters that lead to the best set pieces in the, this game. Scarecrow! Yeah, Scarecrow and um, the other best set piece Killer in this Croc. game. Exactly, yeah. Like, so, so many... I was, about to, <laughs> I was about to say, it's great that you get that level. You'd never get Killer Croc in a film. Uh... Forgot, forgot we did get Killer Croc in a film. Won an Oscar. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, but... God. You'd never get a version of Killer Croc like this in a film. Well, no. Um, and I like that what I think the the story or like the way that it's broken up is that it allows you to see a lot of these villains before you fight mm. them. Um, so with Scarecrow, like you see his silhouette and you see like the doctors and patients like reacting to the fear gas. You see Killer Croc right at the beginning when you're still walking Joker in through the asylum. Um, and those those Scarecrow bits where you said, like, you interact before, they are built up so well. Because, like, each time it's coming, like, 
things just get a little bit weirder and weirder and weirder gradually non gradually until it <laughs> until you're off, in an abyss <laughs> and then you jump into it and i think that's so cool especially the one at the end which is i think one of the most evil game design things ever when they make you think that the game has crashed oh. and reset to the start and then like when you look at all the little bits of it you're like okay obviously it hasn't because like it says press j to skip and all of that yeah but like when you're in that moment the first time you're like oh no well i was playing it and i forgot that was a thing and i i freaked out i was like oh you are kidding me i was livid and then i saw that you know joker's driving i was like oh yeah and then i remembered but i forgot this time um yeah i also really like scarecrow's character model design in this like i adore his arkham knight look but i think his look here is like really cool um, yeah like it's a very good aesthetic and it's i think that's another thing with like all these the characters in this all have a very like good design version of that character and it fits the overall like atmosphere of the asylum yeah. as well like there's no, there's a good strong congruence between like the environmental design and the character design and like the sound design and the, they've all got like the same color palette oh, it's all slightly washed design. out um, um, and while we're talking about the characters, you've got to admit that probably the single best decision these games made, and that was to bring back the cast from the animated show. Because there is, when I think still of Batman and Joker, the voices that come to me for those, they're not Christian Bale's. It's um, it's Kevin Conroy and, and Mark Hamill, and they're so good. They're like, they must be the the definitive like versions of those characters they are and like for, for me especially um these specific iterations of batman and joker across the arkham games these are my definitive batman and joker i think i would probably say that about a lot of the arkham characters is that these are probably the best versions of those characters that we've ever had for some of them like like killer croc S- I- one best version here scarecrow in this first game is i think one of the best he's ever been and in night like no not this i love scarecrow in night yeah i'm I'm the same well yeah i'm the same i've got (laughs) some thoughts on it but yeah i agree and i just think the version the fact the amount of characterization they fit in to the world whilst never taking you away from the gameplay to do it because like some games i think are very guilty of over cutscening. Yeah. Or like doing bits where your character is walking really slowly so they, they can explain stuff. And when they do that here, it's very limited. And it's a lot like of the character right comes the while you're still playing. There's one right at the beginning where you're walking through the asylum with Joker. And that's just so that they can give you a bit of the backstop, the backdrop. Oh, I think Joker would let me take him a bit too easily. So yeah. I'm going to go, which is obviously, and it's the, and it's the setup and it's, to your game. Yeah, and it's to so. set up the asylum. And it means that when you go back to those same locations you were walking through later but you've now just got full range of movement and you can go into like even all the little side rooms and you can go up in the ceiling and yeah and move around it's like okay this is really cool like <laughs> like they put so much thought into this and i love um that joker instantly gives up on harley like yeah as soon as you Straight capture away. harley he's like yeah sorry harls you're off the party list and she's like really upset um but i like that you can go back to her and sort of yeah. talk with her a little bit. You can do that with a lot of the villains in this, right? Like you can go back 
after you've captured them and talk to them again throughout the game to see what they're thinking of like it progressing. Not Scarecrow because he was dinner. Because he was, yeah, because um... he got eaten. Uh, I think if I have any big criticism for this game, it's that one, I kind of think they mess up the ending. I think the Joker Titan stuff isn't that interesting to me. For me, it's the final boss battle, I think, yeah, is... And it's it's not even of... that I like the concept of Joker like injecting himself with the drug because he couldn't like get it out and you kind of thought enough of it that he sort of like, I have nothing left to live for, and then he shoots himself with the toxin. Yeah. I think it's really cool. But, the but like, then the boss battle, battle they do is with it is, lame. is just kind of lame. Yeah it's, yeah, it's just the same thing you've done the whole game. And I think that's an issue with the boss battles in this game in general. With is the that... exception of Scarecrow Croc. Yeah. Because Scarecrow is very unique. Ivy's is a little bit different, but like, it's not only in terms enough. of visuals, I think. Yeah. Like, because I even, because the Titans are just standard enemies by the end. Yeah. And then every boss battle is just the same as fighting them. So it doesn't yeah. feel like you're having this big boss battle. Like, the fact that Bane, the way you fight him, becomes a template for fighting for the rest of the game is, is kind of strange to me. Yeah. And I think boss battles are something that improved a lot throughout these games and this first one it goes back to what we were saying earlier about the gameplay being a lot more basic is that like just it does get repetitive by the end and the atmosphere whilst obviously we've praised it a lot it can only take it so far um, yeah and that's why like i get excited to move on to the other two because like you just in the other two (laughs) are raising origins again (laughs) like you just like because throughout them, you just unlock so much more and more and the world changes and there's loads of different locations and the combat's more varied and the boss battles are more varied. Whereas here, it's pretty much just by the end when you're sort of, you've done the gameplay like, mm-hmm. and there's nothing new gameplay-wise. It's just that that world design that keeps it afloat here. And it's, not, it's still a great game, but like, just seeing how it was improved later is good. Yeah, it's like a really strong start is yeah. like the best way of describing it. Like, and, especially for the time it came out in, it was almost yeah. like revolutionary in and terms of. I think the lack of side content might hurt it a little bit as well. Yeah, because Batman, as we said, has loads of villains, well, and in all really, the others, the side missions where like Batman feels overwhelmed by like how many villains he's got to deal with in one go. Whereas in this, it's main story, Riddler. And Riddler. And... And, like, in this one, you don't get anything out of the Riddler stuff, really. Like, there's no extra challenges or anything you unlock because of them. Yeah, you you just hear at the end, although it's very satisfying, you just hear him over the intercom at the end being arrested by Being police. arrested, yeah. Um, like, whereas, like, the Riddler stuff in the later ones, so much extra stuff you do once you've done it, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic game, though. But, you know what game is more fantastic? Is it Arkham City? It certainly is. My third favourite video game of all time. And I think one that will be firmly cemented in my top five forever. I've actually... I've, I flip-flop on City and Night. When Night first came out, it was my absolute favourite. But the more I've played Night again since, that I think my criticisms of that one, even though I think it's fantastic, keep City above it. Because I don't really have anything negative to say about city at all i think it's the the perfect batman experience for me i'm not overwhelmingly like in love with it 
but I do love it a lot. <laughs> and it's uh, it, and it's, it's not, not my favourite. I'll say like night because um, this might just be because I've just finished it, so I'm kind of coming off that high. Um, night is my favourite at present, um, but um, I, city. I just think city for me in like every way like really shines and i think as an evolution from the first one is like crazy in terms of how much they added like i think the world i think arkham city not just as a concept but also in design is fantastic like the like neon nightmare that it is like whenever you're looking around there's always something to look at mm. like there's not a boring inch of world here the amazing like easter eggs i remember when this game out came out the easter egg hunts for like years finding everything the where we were saying the definitive versions of the characters before this one boosts it all so much like you got mm. an amazing mad hatter an amazing two-face an amazing catwoman riddler's properly there he's, he's like like properly doing riddler stuff again joker batman fantastic i think harley's better here um i think penguin incredible i do th- penguin absolutely uh i adore the Arkhamverse uh, Penguin, although he's not my he's not my definitive Penguin because that's Robin Lord Taylor. But I love the I love this like gritty world versions like bottle embedded in his eye instead of yeah, a monocle. I like that when you see him in Origins, he's just like some guy, and then obviously like chronologically later on, he has this bottle just like yeah, like smashed into his eye, and it's just like too dangerous to remove, so he just yeah. kept it in. It's like oh, Which is so so like comic booky. Yeah, I love it, um, and I love that they went for like this rough British Cockney gangster as opposed yeah. to like refined upper class gentleman. Um, oh, it no, suits no. really well. Fantastic. I do think that Two Face um, in City and Night are is a little hard done by. Like he just he's just a guy. He's, he's not in it enough. I think the the version of him I think is fantastic. But I don't think he's in it enough. Hmm. He should should have been in it more. I adore his character design, like the rip suit, and then like the more ready, like fresh. Yeah, it looks marks, sore. <laughs> I think is really cool. Um, but yeah, he just needed a bit. And like the more the aesthetics of his area of the city, because obviously it's all split up, isn't it? So like amusement mile is all Joker's, mm. then um, the Barry's or the Penguins. His area with like the courthouse split into two and his goons all with the two-faced yeah. thing is, is all fantastic. And then seeing those two-faced goons show up in other like people's warehouses later because two-face has been taken down. So they've just swapped hmm. sides. Yeah. It's great. Well, like, it's what I like about uh, all of the, like, the, the, the later three games is that just flying overhead, you catch snippets of conversations and sometimes they're so funny they're, they're so good. So, like those, they're so funny. They add so much to the world. There's such like a background, like underlying level of just stuff happening here that like obviously Batman's not going to see all of it. And he but can't occasionally stop it you all do. either. Yeah. yeah. And it's like occasionally you save like one political prisoner from like being beaten up or something. But re- but you know there's like 10 more down the street yeah. and you're, you've got to go yeah. off and get the cure because otherwise you're going to die. <laughs> but I think that's something so good about the story of this one is that it juggles the two elements very well. So you've got the cure storyline, the Joker stuff. Then you've got then, the Arkham City is a corrupt mess and Hugo Strange is, like, is totally evil. 
approaching yeah. the 10. Like, and I think it juggles the two sides in very well. And I think the looks at the inner workings of Arkham City and, and the corruption of Hugo Strange and the, like, the political prisoner side of it, I think it's so cool. And it like adds so much to the world because that's, that is the two sides of Batman, isn't it? You've got the wacky villains side and then you've got the Gotham like, oh, corruption look side. Look at me, I'm Victor Zaz, it really well. And instead of stabbing people, I'm going to call you uh, on uh, the uh, telephone uh, and tell you my backstory. Oh, and then you've also got, yes, but I can eliminate the criminal classes completely if I lock them up in a city and then bombard it. Yep. <laughs> um, I love the protocol 10. Like it builds up the whole game. Like what is protocol 10? It's just like bombs. It's loads of bombs. Bomb, bomb this. And I love, <laughs> I love that Gotham's got to the point where they're like, you know what? Let's just wall off part of the city and just chuck all the criminals in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I like that it is racial ghoul at the end. Yeah. Um, like it makes more sense. I like the dynamic that you think it's, strange and obviously he's the commander of the facility but he's answering to Rachel Gould because yeah and he's very much like it makes clearly sense just me. the lackey like yeah it it's amazing because you get there's a plot twist in both sides of this and both of them the first time are very mind-blowing and it's hard to do one plot twist that feels earned and well set up mm. and this game has two because it's the Rachel Gould is behind all of it and yeah. then when you play it again, you go, oh, this is so obvious. Yeah. And then the other one that was probably, when I first played this, one of the most mind-blowing video game twists What's ever. That? And it that's the okay Joker is Clayface the whole time. And it's so well set up as well, because you're constantly cutting back to basically two different Jokers. And you can see one of them is like all diseased and stuff. And one's and all obviously clean. one of them's like completely fine. And I love that Clayface's motive is just, Joker offered me the role of a lifetime. It's all he wants. He just and wants like, to be an actor you, again. <laughs> when you detective mode Joker throughout the whole game, he's got no bones. Whenever yeah. he's that one, because he's Clayface, and it's like it's so well set up, and I don't think anyone saw it coming. But then and once I, you go, you're like, I'm an idiot for not seeing that. Because so even the first time you actually come across Joker in person, which is something good about this game, you get a lot of in-person Joker mm. a lot more. When you first come across him and he's like dying in the chair, then the other one jumps behind you. It doesn't, like, in your head immediately make you think, oh, there's two Jokers. You're just like, oh, there's just a very lifelike yeah. dummy? Yeah. And just before that, like, Harley says, doesn't she, oh, Mr. J, you're looking so well. Oh, wait, you're not my Joker, are you? You're the other one. And so like all of this stuff, like, makes you feel it's like such an idiot for missing, but, like, just is so well done. Yeah. So you don't spend the whole game thinking, that person's probably Clayface. Well, it's because in the first, in Asylum, there's only, like, a Riddler Easter egg with Clayface. Um, yeah, Clayface is in it. There's a cell in Asylum with oh, a person yes, in that's it, it. that, like, changes yeah. his form all the and time. Just, you can go and chat to him. Yeah, you just keep, people, that's he's, just, cool. he's always pretending to be Quincy Sharp. He's like, let me out, yeah. Batman. And let Batman's me out. just like, no. He's like, oh, fine. It's me. He's like, I know you're not. I know you're not. Quincy Sharp because I was just speaking to him over there <laughs> like in the cage behind you oh do you know Quincy Sharp's story in this is so tragic because he yeah but also hilarious he loses he's such control a of the, he's such a dirtbag he loses control of the asylum then he gets elected mayor and then uh he gets arrested when it's sort of like 
comes out that he was sort of like part of all of the Arkham City catastrophe. And then because I I like unlocked it earlier when I was playing as uh, Arkham Knight, you get the end bit of his story, which is Doctor Strange has embedded himself like as like a hallucination in his psyche. And yeah. whilst he's in prison, he uh, gets him to hang himself. Oh, sad. yeah. He's like, like now you've totally got to do tragic. what he's like, what shall I do, Master? He's like, well, you could do one more thing for me. Grab that bed sheet and tie it around that lamp. And it's just dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, oh, no, Quincy. <laughs> oh, Grim, Quincy. Very dark. I, well, that's something that's so good about this game. There's so many, like, extra stories. Like, all the yeah. Arkham City stories that you unlock by doing the Riddler stuff are really cool to read because they add so much to, like, the world building and all of that. That's okay, good. Because uh, I was going to uh, say, I, was... I haven't... Um, I hundred percented Arkham Asylum. I'm on en route to do Arkham Knight a hundred percent. I've only got other riddles left, and I thought I only had a few left because there weren't many left on my map. And then Riddle was like, "Ah, you found fifty percent of my riddles," and I was like, "Okay, let's just go and record this thing with Mike." Yeah, <laughs> um, there's a lot less in. But in, I haven't, I haven't a hundred percented like done all the the side stuff in City. Have so no. I... Well, we'll talk about the side stuff in a sec. I just want to give a shout out to the gameplay first. Oh god, because I yes. think this is where the, they perfected the it. Is so much like, better. The, yeah, the, the combat feels better. There's more stuff like the beat down, the knife dodge takedown, the addition of more enemy types, more things that Batman can do in both the Predator and the combat is so good. And when you do one of those challenge maps and you get a full combo all the way through without getting hit, and you're on like a times one hundred, your scores going up massively. You're like this feels amazing yeah and like i never get bored of the combat in this they can throw as many like bad guys at you as they want and it never gets boring it's uh, so much better and using all your gadgets as well to do different takedowns like with the yeah. the uh grapnel launcher and you like fire it into them pull them and slam them down into the yeah. ground so um, cool just chuck just from the like freeze an animation standpoint as well it's all really cool the shield guys when you do the jump up and, and drop down and in the oh. Predator, the amount of, like, I never do two Predator encounters the same way in City because there's so much freedom with it. And, like, in Asylum, when you get to the second half where they're bombing the gargoyles, mm. it feels very restrictive because so much of the Predator stuff in Asylum needs the gargoyles to do properly. Yeah. Whereas in this one, you've got so much extra stuff. You've got the grates punching the, through walls, yeah, using like, the gadgets. And the the predator levels are better designed in like how well you can move around them without the gargoyles that like it's all just yeah it's a huge step up even though the first game was fantastic here just how much better they get it is amazing the glide kicks and then when you come from far enough away and you can do the the takedown when you land that knocks yeah. everyone back and then you can jump up and do the move where you like kill everyone that's on like, the ground at once batman just kills so many people in these games like you uh, can say they're not dead but like i've literally like bombed off a skyscraper and landed on that guy he's not getting up <laughs> many like dead people and broken limbs <laughs> and these also, takedowns are brutal in this oh, game <laughs> but but rightfully so like we're at a, we're with a batman who as we know by night, he's towards the end of his career. Um, he's pr- learned the most brutal, efficient way of yeah. like dealing with everything. And, and like also the, 
the beatdowns are the most brutal feeling thing ever, especially when you do them on the bigger guys, the hammer and sickle. And then and you, you just, just jump go for up, ages, just bam, 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 bam. smash it yeah. into your knee or into the ground. It's just like, like it feels oh. very satisfying to, to pull it off. It is. Uh, like, I also think the boss battles or boss trials, because some of them aren't, you're not necessarily fighting them, um, are really, really good in here as well. Obviously, yeah, step um, Mr. Freeze highlight. Oh, probably the highlight boss battle of the whole because series. Alongside he the Deathstroke. Uh, like the intuitive thing where you can't take him down the yeah. same way twice, so you have to and constantly improvise they, new... And when you play on like one of the easier difficulties, like easy or medium, they give you a list of all your things and tick them off as you go. Mm. But when you do hard or new game plus, you don't get that. So mm. you have to figure out for yourself. And I love that because it puts into practice like everything you've learned. It's so good. That's got, yeah, definitely the highlight boss battle of this game. But there's there's loads. There's I also, I Grundy like, I is fantastic. The, the which one? The Solomon Grundy fight. Solomon Grundy is, is a, very is cool. a really good one. Penguin... It's cool navigating towards him because yeah. obviously he's he's physically he's not much of a fight, but where you have to charge him, um, and he's got like the rocket launcher or the ice gun, um, I think that's a cool like because he's he's cunning in like quite a brutal cutthroat way. Uh, I think the Rachel Ghoul like gliding, completing the trials of the demon is yeah, very and then cool. doing like the. Yeah, the child of the demon with the, the massive the, racial goal is really yeah, cool. Yeah, the racial goal boss that's really cool. The clay face boss is awesome, and especially, when you get the sword and yeah, you're just like slicing the, through, especially the first half of that. Yeah, um, in the yeah yeah in the theater. In the, theater. the I think the biggest letdown of a boss battle in this is probably dead shot because it's like you walk towards him and do one takedown, and then I think yeah. I have done it but i don't think i did it when i downloaded the back to the asylum edition uh, so right. i i don't recall well, I it think, super well i'm shocked i'm surprised to hear you haven't said you said that you haven't done the sides for this because i think the side stuff here is the best of the series for me well like, i'll likely the, go back to it now fair enough but i think um, the the Azrael mission about you having to spot him in different parts of the city and go and talk to him and then piece all that together i think the hush one where you're like finding looking the dead bodies and investigating yeah. and looking for clues from there. The dead shot missions, I think are really cool where you got to follow the trajectory of the bullet is awesome. Uh, the Mad Hatter one, although it's short, I, love I think the is, Mad is very Hatter cool. One. I think he's really, really creepy. Um, um, I just think all the, all the sides of that and the Riddler ones, I adore in this cause it's very, very sore. Riddler like getting the Riddler trophies are the ones and then, I've done the least. Yeah, I can imagine. Because um, I don't mind collecting the Riddler trophies. I enjoy doing the puzzles to do it. And I think there's this has got the best incentive because the actual like Riddler places that you go to to get people are such fun like puzzle chambers that they were very cool. And then the way you take him down is so fun. <laughs> well, I like I I really like the Riddler trophies when it's intuitive what you've got to do, like you've got to hit the three question mark buttons in rapid succession, or you have to get something on one button so you can go and stand on another and then, th but I don't like it. And this was more when I was a lot younger and I, as I said, not massive video game nerd. So I didn't sort of, I might not have just got it, but where you'd be flying over a rooftop and you'd see it in those little uh, like dome cages 
and there'd be nothing else around and I'll be like well I'm not gonna waste my time like just staring at it for like 20 minutes so I'm just gonna crack on but yeah. I think I will go back to it now because I think I'll have a better idea and of like the, the gliding ones where you have to like glide up and then land on a specific point then glide up and land again are still my least favorite ones in that game there's the one that I'm thinking of in particular that's in the water on the way to um, the industrial district yeah with the four cages and like this is awful and I hate it. <laughs> like even with how good the gliding is in that game, that one is just such an awful one to do. I'm so glad they boosted the gliding, like gave the grapnel boost and stuff. Cause this city, as much as I like the design of it would have been, I think a nightmare to traverse. If you just had the same traversal options as the first game. Oh God. Yeah, like a simple the... glide and a grapple, but having like the ability to keep gliding off with the grapnel boost, the, the dive bombs, you can get from one side of the city to the other without ever touching the floor. Yeah, they're fantastic. I couldn't figure it out for ages, like how to dive bomb, because I kept like letting go of the glide button, so I'd just start falling and be like, I don't get it. Um, and then it got to the Rachel Gould trials mission, and I was just you like, have to do so it. annoyed. I was like, I have to, have to figure it out. And then I figured it out, and once you get it, like it's so easy. Yeah, it, just... feels, it feels really satisfying to do. Like, oh, and, and the a... AR challenges, when you've got to like, like the one in the one in the industrial district, something of where you start on top of the sign and you gotta glide through that tunnel with the dive bomb. So like tricky to pull off, but when you get it and like come through the other end, you feel it's very like satisfying. It's a great feeling. And that's the best thing about this game. It feels so satisfying to play. Because everything is tuned like just perfect enough that you're not having an easy time. You're having to put the work in. But like it's not it's not hard enough that you're like, I'm not doing this. I'm just not gonna do it. Do feel like Batman. And, and sometimes you feel like Catwoman. <gasps> yeah, I really like her, her missions, uh, where she I like, like, goes off to fight Ivy. I like all the playable characters in this. I don't know if you do the challenge maps and stuff, but I've 100 percent the challenge maps in all of these. And I think that Robin sucks in this game. He's way too slow. But Nightwing, Catwoman, Batman are all very fun to play as. And there's definitely a fifth person who I'm forgetting. But those three... <laughs> Very fun. Do you play as, well, probably not by the end, but do you play as Talia at all? No. I'm going to look up the playable characters in Arkham City. I'm also uh, I feel like I'm forgetting one. a big fan of a lot of the character models in this. Like, I haven't played as Robin, but I really like his character model. Yeah, like Cat, the, Cat the shaved hair. Catwoman's character model is very um, good. Uh <laughs> Uh, obviously, I think his bat suits just get better with every game. Uh, Two Face, we've mentioned. Uh, Penguin, we've mentioned. Solomon Gundy. Shall we move on to the? And I hate to say it, the worst game in the series. Worst, but by no means a bad game. Uh, it's not a bad game. It's a good game. Arkham Origins. I think. I think the story is very good, but. Yeah. Spoilers incoming. Spoilers incoming. For this game, the story is very good. What, like ten years old but at this point, or something. should not fall back on the Joker again. I think Black Mask sending the assassins was very cool, revealing that Black Mask had nothing to do with it and it was Joker all along, and that Black Mask was Joker was very nothing. weird because we just had two games of Joker. I think I, I do. I do like this game. I think there is a lot of fantastic stuff that we will get to. My big gripes with this game are. I think the gameplay feels clunkier. Like the gliding is heavier. The combat, yeah. I feel, is clunkier to move around. 
the world design is the top half is just Arkham City, which is fine. The bottom half, everything new they added, I find very difficult to get around. Like, I think it's a really poorly designed city. I think the city is too big for the story. They yeah. should, like, they should have, what they should have done is confine it all to maybe, like, one city. Or, yeah. like, one, because in but like, Night, you've got the three islands. If you'd confine yeah. it to one island, I would, it it would make it a lot better is, to traverse. Yeah, but this is two. And the fact that you've got to cross that bridge so many times. And the bridge is not, like, in Night, you can literally whiz across any bridge in about five seconds gliding this bridge is so long it takes genuinely it takes you about two minutes to get across a bridge which is getting fun the and like just and the city you get on the other side of it is just it's so hard to get around there's not enough places to grapple there's the buildings are too big and blocking clumped together like you can't traverse it easily and it just slows it down which is upsetting coming off city which was so fast yeah and it's it's got one of my least favourite elements from this series, and City had it a little bit, but it wasn't a huge deal, is having huge giant walls with spikes on that you couldn't grapple and had to go around. Why? Yeah. Like, and there's Why? so many, so many of them. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not bad, and I like it's the not bad. core concepts I, of yeah, it. Yeah, but it's it's got... It's, it's good, but it's got a lot of flaws that hold it back. It's also really glitchy. Like... I've never played this game without multiple glitches that have caused me to, to restart missions. I'm thinking, you could have fixed this so easy. And it's annoying, because the good stuff here, there is stuff here that are the best examples of it in, I think, the whole series. Like, the boss battles here are remarkable. Most of them. Most, like, of, them. most of them. Like, the Deathstroke one is incredible. Exceptional. I think, like, this game shines with the, the boss battles. The detective stuff here, And the rewind I love. the... Like, the yeah, fragments the, and stuff. The crime scene reconstruction. That's one of the most fun things in the whole series, I think, is doing those crime scene And it's nice to have a video game, not that it, it focuses on this because it's still got all the other stuff that we love, um, but it's nice to have the detective element stuff worked yeah. into the gameplay. And it, and it puts it in your hands as well. Like, it doesn't say, oh, go and scan this thing now. It goes like, okay, so that shrapnel has landed somewhere where did it land? And then you follow it and you find it yourself. And they're like, okay, so once it landed here, like something must have gone off in some yeah. direction. So where did that go? So like, it lets you figure it out yourself. And like very well designed compared to, as we were saying, how poorly designed some of the actual world is. Those those bits alone are fantastic. The thing, we'll talk a little bit about story. And this is a problem I have with not really City because it wasn't Fatigue at that point, but it encompasses Fatigue, Origins and Night. Is that Joker Fatigue is like a genuine thing. Batman has such a rich collection of villains. But I'm really conflicted because I kind of really love what they do with Joker in all yeah, of these games. I love what they do with Joker in this game. I think Troy Baker is a amazing Joker. He yeah. does Mark Hamill very well. But I just kind of wanted the Black Mask Assassin story. <laughs> Like I, I love the idea of Joker taking over someone's identity, especially someone who has like the mask covering, mm. and then everyone's just like, "Yes, black mask." And I can just imagine him like giggling, giggling so much to himself. Like, like so, I really I, like that concept, but I would rather have not had it in favor of in someone else. Joker should have been in this. He should have been a side mission. 
where you think you're hunting one person and then it turns out you're doing the origin story for the Joker. Yeah, where you just... But it's a shame because... There's a break in at Ace Chemicals yeah. and you just fight Red Hood a little bit and then he falls in and that's it. That's it. Yeah. And then once he's once he's Joker, the thing, the whole thing's the same anyway. Like, it's still the assassins hunting you. And, like, the, and the final fight could still be the same because it's like... You could have Black Mask being like, no, you're going to break your rule. You're not better than me. Yeah. You know, so you have to kill Bane. Bane will kill you or you kill me. Or just yeah, focus so... it on one of you two has to die tonight. Or I, or I will kill Gordon. I'll kill Gordon. Yeah. I just... Like, you're right. It's annoying because everything they do is good, but it's good in sacrifice of something else good. Yeah. Like, and I think it's what every Batman writer forgets outside of the comics is that people love the Joker, but people don't only love the Joker. Yeah. Like, like I'm, I've said it before and I've said it before on this podcast multiple times. There's a, there's a fantastic seven style film where it's just Batman and Victor's as yeah, like there is. Or there's a fantastic horror film it, with Scarecrow. Batman I know Scarecrow. He's, Scarecrow's had a bit more of an upcomings lately, but um, or I, you know, there's, uh, I don't know. You could adapt any one of the animated series stories and do them. And yes, Joker's in a lot of them, but he's not. He doesn't need to be. He's not the main one. Like there's there's other. I'd other... never write a Batman this story. Movie, or I was going to say this movie. This, I, this, this, yeah. I think this game does do a decent job of the range of the characters. I think my only issue is that Black Mask is sidelined for Joker. But the eight assassins and every time you tick one of them off is very satisfying. And I like that you get a really good range of assassins. So you start yeah. with is Killer because Killer Croc's the first one, right? Yeah, you like you yeah. like beat him is like the first boss battle. Yeah, and then like you've got the electrocutioner who's like a just a joke one you've got shiva who you get a proper fight within a side story copperhead, copperhead you get a really unique really boss cool. battle deathstroke um, is an amazing boss battle with the countering and is deadshot like... in it in this one i can't remember uh deadshot's in it firefly on the bridge is very firefly cool. is great and i like I'm missing bane is obviously bane's a few of the boss battles in this i really like the um dynamic Batman has with Gordon in this. Um, and I'm only mentioning it now uh, because you have that excellent story beat where Gordon decides to disagree with Batman and like go off and defuse the bomb. And then Batman would have run out of time if Gordon hadn't stepped in. Um, uh, Deadshot was one of the eight assassins. Oh. I'm trying to remember his boss battle. I can't. I just remember that bit oh, of him. Oh, I... Yeah, I do remember his boss battle. It's in the... Um, you can tell that neither of us have played this for a long time because they haven't re-released it. It's the one in the... Uh, it's like a Predator-style one where you have to take him down multiple times, I think. But he can spot you really easily because of his his laser eye. It's been a while. It's been a while Don't since recall. I played this. Don't <laughs> I, um, I think the the side stuff here i'm struggling to remember i don't remember, all. I don't remember like, it i know I'm... shiva was done as a side thing i know anarchy was there but i think yeah. it, a lot of the side stuff in this felt like okay your side stuff's here so that you can have side stuff i'm sure riddler was 
I'm sure Riddler uh, was in it. Riddler is very cool in this because you he's not Riddler yet. You're collecting Enigma packs. Um, and when you find enough of them, you extract the information and find his hideout. And you go into his hideout and you find the first ever Riddler trophy there. And that's the last thing you collect from the Riddler side. And around are all his plans for like his riddles and his contraptions that he uses oh. in the next few games. Oh, that's cool. Um, so yeah, the Riddler stuff actually is quite cool in this. But so like... Like all the things are just like lying around. There's no like puzzles or anything to do with them. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember this. Yeah. The, the best aspect of the story is the uh, Gordon and Batman rivalry and how that progresses as it goes. Because like, it's like very much an origin of... Their partnership. Called, yeah, their partnership. It's cool. It's a cool game. It just... It falls apart in too many aspects, I think, to... To There's shine no, next and, to the others. And making it a prequel as well. It's like, everyone knows... It's not a, like a Batman prequel, but it's like his sort of year one of the Arkhamverse yeah. games. And it's sort of... And it, there's no oomph added to any of it apart from now we know that this is where Batman met Bane. Yeah. And what's weird is that like it means that the world itself just there's not because the other worlds were alive and everything had happened in them, so there was all just stuff everywhere. Whereas in this, this one, is just, it's there's just a lot of just city. empty, empty space in the city that's just like okay, what's where's the creative Batman side of this? Although I will pray, I do like the the Joker's perspective we get on his first interaction with Batman, where he gets yeah. taken to uh, Harley. And then he's talking about meeting someone who changes your life. And she thinks she's that he's talking about her. So she's, she's like, I don't have any, you know, I don't even know this person's name. And she's like, Oh, I'm, I'm Harley. Yeah. So it's like, cool. and it's just like, Oh, I was talking about Batman, but cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I do, so I do, I do really like that. Element of the game. I think it's a really strong, <laughs> An interesting element. Uh, another cool thing in this, as a bat cave, you get, oh! a, you get a proper bat cave. That's cool. And the bat wing, and a bat wing. You kind of get, but kind sort of, of don't. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, yeah. There's fast travel in this, wasn't there? Yeah, you needed it because traveling the city is so tedious, bloody long. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the a few. I want to just praise the stuff you probably haven't done in this one. The I, I, challenge I maps, barely remember. Uh, I barely the, remember it. The challenge maps in this are awful. The predator stuff they ask you to do, the challenges are boring. The combat isn't fluid enough to to want to do the side stuff. It, the, to want to do the combat challenges, the playable characters are just Batman and Deathstroke, and Deathstroke is rubbish. He plays really badly, and that's very disappointing. Like he plays really badly. And it's a shame because I don't think he came back as playable in Night because I think Red Hood kind of takes his template. I'm going to double check if he was playable in in Night, but I don't think he was. Yeah. So the challenge maps in this, which are something I love in the other games, in the other games, and I'm willing to do all of them. I just I never bothered getting everything here because um it's just not well designed at all. Um, he's, yeah, and it's the only time we ever got playable Deathstroke, and it's a shame because he could have been amazing. The two things I will praise are the two DLCs for this game that you probably didn't do. 
There's one called Initiation, and it's you play as Bruce Wayne, training with the League of Assassins. No, and it's I... Bruce Wayne learning the combat and the Predator stuff with the League of Assassins and with oh, Lady Shiva. Cool. So that's very cool. And the other one is Cold Cold Heart, which is an adaptation of the Mr. Freeze episode of the animated series. Mm, Heart of and Ice. And it, it does, yeah. So it d- just does Heart of Ice pretty much beat for beat, but you play through it in the game. And it's a really cool DLC. And it outshines anything that the main game has to offer. Because when I was younger, and I, or I wasn't able to, uh, obviously, I can just go out and buy any game that I want now. But when I was younger, like, I lived in a town and there weren't really any, there wasn't any game shops. So I'd have to go over to like Portsmouth, which was my closest city, which was a bit far for me to go on my own. So I just sort of vicariously experienced a lot of these through YouTube. So I think I've seen a, a YouTube playthrough of uh, Exciting. Cold Cold Hearts. But uh, do you remember the thermal Batman suit? Because you should quickly look it up because it's very cool. I will look it up on my phone so there's no typing on this. <laughs> Uh, thermal Batman suit. What for Origins? Yeah. Let's have a look. Whoa! Very cool. That is very cool. Oh, game. I'm gonna say. I was gonna say game. Why did you suck? You weren't terrible, but you weren't great. Yeah, you could have. You could have done better. Game. Just, I think. How you fix this game is you keep the Joker stuff but shift it to the side as a side story. Mm. You keep Black Mask as the main villain. You fix the world design of that bottom half. You just and you take it to some one of the clunk and yeah, and just you take some of the raise clunk up the away. Bridges. Yeah, and take some of the clunk away, and and you fixed it. Right. Also, in this one, why is there no people? Uh, like, this is a functioning. I think they Gotham said City. that it was Christmas, so everyone left. Everyone left the city. Every, ev, my, ev, don't you know that at Christmas everyone leaves the city? Well, to be fair, would you want to be in Gotham at Christmas? I just don't think I'd want to be in Gotham. Ever. I'd move. I'd move yeah. to Metropolis. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd move to Central City. They're, they're fine. They've just got the Flash and his villains to deal with. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to be bombed by Captain Cold or Joker, I think I'd pick Captain yeah, Cold. Captain Cold. Just bring a, <laughs> Captain Cold's easy to beat. Just bring a hoodie. Spring, spring uh, have you have you ever heard the um the rock paper scissors for the ice based this is a total tangent what? for the ice based um DC villains what ice the, what, ice, I, the what? three the three ice based DC villains oh, ice based. that you've got yeah I thought uh, you said R I as in no. the letter and then spaced no you um, ice there's a no iced yeah based. Um, yeah. There's a rock, paper, scissors effect with the three of them, with Killer mm-hmm. Frost, Captain Cold, and Mr. Freeze. Um, because w- each one can only beat one of the others. Because mm-hmm. Killer Frost sucks the heat out of people. Can't do that to Mr. Freeze because he hasn't got any. So that's yeah. how Mr. Freeze beats her. Um, Captain Cold's gun just wouldn't work on her because it's cold-based. So that's how yeah. she beats him. And they've regularly said that Captain Cold has superior freeze technology to Mr. Freeze. Oh. So he'd, uh, he'd take down him. So like, they've got a, a rock, paper, scissors with all the uh, <laughs> the DC ice villains. 
That is, I can imagine them all rocking up to heist the same, like, frozen diamond. And they're like, no, guys, I'm supposed to be doing Mondays and Tuesdays. You're <laughs> Thursdays and Fridays. And you're Saturdays and Sundays. And we all have Wednesday off. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday's the, Wednesday's the warm day. You don't Wednesday, Wednesday warm day. Don't find the warm day. Shall we talk about a really, a really good, and I think underrated game. Brum, I think, I think it's, it's got a lot of... Based on someone who didn't... I literally only just played it for the first time and I finished it yesterday. Like the story yesterday. Um, I saw a lot of... Not hate for it, but a lot of negativity there is, to it. There is too much negativity for this game. And I think a lot of it... I Some people are really negative on the story, which I disagree with. Because I think the story is amazing. fantastic. I think the thing... And we might as well talk about it first, because we're going to have to. Is, it the, is the fact that the Batmobile draws in most negativity but i think it's all right i think there Um, is they they do here perfect the on foot stuff like the actual combat and predator here is probably the best it's ever been yeah because it feels so good and i think like it's things like using your remote hacker to use the environment to take down villain uh, like bad guys as well or like throwing them into exposed gratings in certain like parts of the world or smashing them into like big uh lights so you add so much more depth to your combat yeah. by including all this environmental stuff and using your batmobile not not being in it but you can do it with an assisted takedown where you chuck them up into the air and your cannon just like blasts them like it's fantastic yeah there's loads to do and it's just it's something that's so good about the whole game is that like total freedom of how you want to play apart from those bits where they do force you into the Batmobile. And I think that's where it kills it for a lot of people. I don't think the Batmobile is in as much as people think. And I think that there is an awful lot of on foot stuff in this. Oh, and most yeah. of the like indoor, like honestly dungeons, cause that's like the, the video game term for something yeah. like that are you're swapping between the Batmobile and on foot. And I, I think it works really well. And I think that most Batmobile uh, at least story-wise, most Batmobile missions are preceded by the fact that you can't take your Batmobile out just yet. You have to sneak in on foot and like disrupt like their defenses and stuff. So yeah. and then and remotely use your tank. It's so, something different. Like if they'd just done another game of the same, it might have got repetitive. And if you'd done so, a game where you had one mission in the Batmobile, people would have gone like, "Well, you clearly had the mechanics for yeah. it. Why couldn't we use it all it the more. time?" So yeah, I think that I don't mind it. I think I. Yeah, I, I... was. I was first. Well, as I said, I was watching the first time I watched. I experienced this. I watched it on YouTube because I had a 360 um, when it came out, and I was like, "Oh, I'll never get to play that because I was a kid and money was a distant concept to me." So I was thought I'd never be able to like have an Xbox and Xbox One and play it for myself. So I watched it on YouTube, and watching it, it the. Batmobile combat seemed quite frequent and tedious. Playing it, no it's way. So it's so satisfying. Fun. It's so fun. Yeah, it's, it's so fun. It's so fun. And the like your perfect shots, blowing things up. It's so it, cool. The Batmobile gets such a great range. It's not literally just pulling the same trigger again and again because you've got the like the the Gatling gun. You've got the cannon. You've got the missile barrage. You can hack things. You can send out an EMP. You can dodge uh, and get them to target things that are behind you. Um, it's so it's so diverse and fun, and 
the tanks all have a lot of diversity to them because you've got the single shot, the double shot, the triple shot, which all have different armor levels. You've got the helicopter, you've got the tanks that fire missiles. Like they're so dynamic um, and fighting on the streets of Gotham as well in the environment gives you a lot to work with. Like, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go up because then they can see me. But I know my shot's gonna arch, so I can kind of yeah. snipe them from a distance. But yeah, it's just the so so much so much like variety with it, like you said. And then later on, you get the stealth bits in the Batmobile, which people seem to really hate. I think they're really cool. I think they're. Really I was like cool. track them down, get them from the back, and then like you get that point where you see like you think you're about to get one. Then you and see that laser around. focus on yeah, you yeah, from yeah. the side, and you're like, ah! And you've got to like drive away really quickly. And also, the when you're not in like the tank mode, driving the Batmobile is really fun, and it handles yeah, it is. really well. And like, I really like the races that you get in this game, where you've got to like change the the platforms and things to get around. I think they're so cool. They are. They're very, fun. and they're not as frequent as I because I heard oh Riddler's just decided to build racetracks for some reason. It's like no, yeah, he's, he's got like three or four. Like, He's got, he's got like four racetracks, but there's also so many riddles and so many uh, trophies and lots of like the things where you have to scan the sigil on the wall in your tank using the forensic mode and then like follow it. Um, I think is all really, really cool. Yeah, it, it is. And I, I've never I've never understood why people would hate the whole game just because of the Batmobile. Because even if you don't like the Batmobile stuff, it's not all there is to do here. There's so there's so much in it. And like the world is huge, but, but it doesn't feel It doesn't feel huge. Tedious like Origins's world did. And like there's so many different like every island has such a different vibe to it that like it just feels really cool to traverse. It feels very Gothamy. Yeah. If it's my definitive version of gotham like the city um it feels like in batman begins what the narrows look like there are like that's what it feels like which is like a perfect dingy grimy gotham um yeah i think the combat outside the batmobile is also the best it's been the most enemy types as well because you have the electrified guys who you can't hit, and you need to like shock them to like yeah, you got to shock them. And you've got the them. medics who won't stop bloody reviving everyone. But what <laughs> I always, what I always do is when you get your disruptor, it works on the medics. So I would disrupt any medics. I'm like, yeah, you can shoot at me because I can pull the gun out of your hands, and you can get the thing where you break the weapons. Yeah, you break the their weapons. Um, but so, very useful and, in this game. Very useful because so yeah. many weapons. Um, so, many. so I always like doing that and then never attacking them because they would eventually go to revive someone and just like electrocute themselves. Yeah. Um, which I always thought, I, I always get such a laugh out of like electrifying containers of weapons and then people running over to them and getting like wrecked. Um, I, I also, I adore the story here. I think the balance between the oncoming Joker infection and Scarecrow is handled brilliantly. Um, I love Scarecrow in this. I love the range of, like, locations that you go to, because at some points you're like, 
down underground, you're fighting the Arkham Knight in his giant mole. Um, yeah. At some points, you're literally in airships with Simon Stagg. Um, I think they're... And, like, sometimes you're like, oh, I, I love this game. <laughs> I've just finished playing it as well, so I could talk. I could probably talk about this for ages. Um, yeah, because... Well, you can talk about it for ages, just because there's so much to do. And the story... Like, people seem disappointed with Arkham Knight as a character, but I think he's so cool. Like, his design is amazing. Really cool. His, like, dialogue and his interactions with Batman, his motivations are all great. And people seem disappointed with the fact that the reveal is Jason Todd. Spoilers. Who <laughs> else? Who else do you go for? Who else is there that's more perfect unless you as a make choice it, than that? Unless you had someone in the previous games, like just a, a, a brand, completely brand new character, um, who you, you were sort of gearing up to like maybe in city you meet him and he's sort of like really in love he's like a big batman super fan or something and then batman does something that kind of pisses him off and then you have that reveal that it was like this sort of minor character but now he's become a big threat but no we didn't have anything like that and whilst it's so obvious once you start playing because joker starts giving you jason todd's backstory um, yeah it's maybe it's a bit too telegraphed in the game because <laughs> they're like you never mentioned Jason Todd before. Then in this game, they're like, "Remember Jason Todd? Remember when he died here? Remember when he? Remember this? Remember this? Remember Jason Todd? Remember this?" But I don't care because it means that you get Arkham Knight, and I think his transition into Red Hood at the end is cool. I like that Batman doesn't just give up on him. And Joker, the Joker thread ties these two elements together really and nicely. This game is how anything post City should have handled joker because he's not the main threat he's a threat because he's in your head but i think the way that you get joker here where he just shows up he spit he like makes fun of batman the whole time the world slowly gets like <laughs> my... more jokerified as you go when you yeah, get like the little visual my... joker glitches my favorite um thing to do with joker is once you've caught people from the most wanted is to go back to the gcpd and talk to them and joker's standing there with like Oh, penguin! Why couldn't you fly away? Oh, yeah. that's right. Penguins can't fly. Can't fly. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Like I, li- I, li- it's, I love it. Considering you didn't know who's going to be in this game, and then it's a mind-blowing moment when you're in the with the fear gas in the thing, and he appears and bang. But like, this is how they sh- should use him because he's not the main villain, but he's still a presence, and it helps fight off that Joker fatigue. And I think yeah. that it's. I see a lot of people laugh and make fun of the fact that it ends on like a first person shooting segment but i think that bit is fantastic oh where you've like it, got all the batman statues appearing it's so scary the, the first time it well i say the first time like about two days ago it genuinely scared me and i was like ah christ like it's very then, weeping angel yeah and then i kept doing it and i was sort of like okay and then when like the actual Batman sort of bursts out of it. That scared me as well. So I was like, genuinely like really but then tense. Sammy, what, what line do we get? What line do we get after that? I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. So cool. It's so, <laughs> so cool. cool. So and cool. <laughs> I heard people being like miffed or like make like being upset that he sort of like just wills joker out i'm like no do you know what batman's superpower is if anything 
is his resilience and determination, his unwavering yeah. commitment and self-discipline. Yeah. It's not it's not the fact that he can punch he can like fight up like fifty people. He can though. He can do really he well. Can. <laughs> but do you know do you know what got him into that point? His, his self-discipline. Brain. His big old bat brain. Um and Joker's not gone. He's still in his head. He's just locked him up in away. a part of him. Yeah, he's locked Which him away. Great, because that's a side of Batman anyway, is the fact that as much as he wouldn't want to admit it, Joker is in his head. Always has been. <laughs> And he always My, will be, and now he's just back there. Really stood out. I say a lot of this game stood out to me, um, but there's a bit where you're walking through Crime Alley after the the fake um, truck crash when Scarecrow sort of captured you, and then the Joker's start come in, and you can do all these specific takedowns, and they're they're death, they're finishing blows. Like you're literally bringing up people and smashing them over your knee, or lying them down on their back, pulling up their hair and kicking them in the spine. Yeah. Like, they're really, really brutal. And it's just... It really shows brutal. the extent to what Joker's, like, infected. And then you yeah. snap Joker's neck, and you have Batman look down at his hands. Although it's a hallucination, and he knows... Yeah, but it still, like, he, gets him. It's what makes him... I think it's the final thing that makes him okay with, to stop being Batman now, because he sort of broke the rule yeah. to himself. So but, he's like, I can't be Batman anymore. And then we, and we've spoken about Joker and Arkham Knight. Neither of them are the highlight villain of this game for me. Scarecrow. And it's Scarecrow. He's so cool. Him like them announcing that Scarecrow was going to be the main villain of this was like incredible to me. And I get that he doesn't really have a boss battle, but I don't really mind. Scarecrow I think, doesn't need one. He's not that sort yeah. of villain. You don't but fight think, him in that way. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people that he gets too sidelined in the game but I don't think he does does. like he's not in it much himself like a lot of it's just on the screens like giving the threats which are cool his like monologues on the screens are cool but the influence of his fear gas is something that infects like every moment of the whole game yeah like it's always there and it's like it takes those slight fear gas hallucinations from the first game and cranks it up so, like, the whole game, you can't trust anything you're seeing because it's all that fear gas manipulation. And I think it's how Scarecrow should be used. Like, if he's a constant presence and he's there, just non-stop chatting to you... You could just punch you don't him get the, and then he's Yeah, gone. you can just punch him. Like, And that's not, not that how he works. Like, and I love... <laughs> I, <laughs> I love his end. It makes me laugh so much where he's just like screaming and then Gordon comes up and gives the lamest punch I've ever seen and knocks him out. It's like, Ugh. all you uh, need to take down Scarecrow is a lame punch. Cause he's just, yeah. he's just and like this I lame love, guy. You kind of pick this up from like bits and pieces you hear from like thugs and stuff that Scarecrow had gone away and had his face surgically reconstructed. Yeah. He's Cause like, of where he's he like got had his lips, he's had like his lips taken off. Um, like the bags, the, the burlap sack is sort of almost grafted onto his yeah. face it's Ugh. so Ugh. cool. So, yeah. so, he looks such a cool so aesthetic. And like, it's. Do you know what sold me on this game? Like when I started playing it, that first scene in the diner. Yeah. Excellent. Amazing. Like seeing because like you know, like the second you see that guy's bag with the smoke coming out, and you know that Scarecrow is a villain, you know what's about to happen. But it it hits so well, and then going back to that diner later as Batman and seeing the crime tape. Like put around yeah. it. Well, there's a Riddler it's trophy cool. in the in the back of the diner. Yeah. It's also um, isn't the diner itself a riddle? 
Uh, possibly. Well, if you haven't got that one, Sam, you're going to want to go and scan that <laughs> diner. It's just, I think it's very cool. I just think Scarecrow is awesome. Yeah. Can we... we haven't can I get your, your number one set piece from the game? Because I've got a, a firm Ooh. answer in my head. And I'm very interested oh. to see what yours is. Because there's so many to choose from. I can give you a moment to think, but yeah, go on. Because I'm t- so t- proud. T- 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 give us your top three. Uh, top three set pieces. I'm going to struggle with, but top one set piece, I can tell you 100% firm, is the bit where you go back to the studios and it's been taken over by Harley and she's let the other Jokers out, and you have to go through each of the four like routes and take down a different mm. one of the Jokers. They've all got a very different style, like the the showboat one, like. He's got very much the like Robin, charismatic Snoopy, side of yeah. thing. You've got like the big one that you've just got to beat up. I think that set piece going around the studio, seeing all the like movie references, is such a cool like moment and it's of the game. And interesting because there's the three of them, isn't there? So there's Johnny Charisma, who's obviously like the razzle dazzle element of Joker. The basketball player, who is obviously just like the cruel, I'm gonna kill you. Uh, what's the the woman's the lady lady woman she's just like um i can't I remember, remember what her bit of the thing is she well she's weird. just like surrounded by thugs and you've got to take out the thugs and then oh yeah it's like a the predator bit around that movie set isn't it what a cool cool like predator mission and that movie and like set the, the, and it had like the thugs with the machine gun or the um uh gatling not gatling guns uh mini guns and you yeah. have to like make sure they're alone and there's no one nearby because otherwise people... Because it's a really like, long takedown yeah. on them. Um, so I like that she's the one who like needs to be surrounded by people and admiration and have yeah. people like be in control. And then you have our uh, poor, poor... Um, poor doctor. The smart side of him. Yeah, the smart, manipulative side. Uh, and I saw... I was looking for Riddler trophies and I saw a missing persons poster for him. The old schoolmaster. And I'm like, oh, well, it I, was really heartbreaking. Something really sad about those, because you don't go there straight away. And like all throughout the game, you see like Johnny Charisma concert cancelled. You see like the sports game cancelled. You see missing posters for him and all of that. And it's because Batman's got them all, because they're the infection of the Joker blood. And it's a good continuation of that blood getting out into the city from Arkham City. Which is, I think, and it's something, it's a gripe I was going to go into, is that I think continuations from City are very hit and miss here. I think You're that, talking about Hush, aren't you? <laughs> I might be, yeah. Because I think there's, there's a lot of side stuff in this game, and it varies a lot. It got better when the DLCs were added, and added extra side missions that come in as you go. Because I don't know if you'll know this if you've only played it more recently, but the Rachel Ghoul, Killer Croc, and Mr. Freeze and Mad Hatter missions weren't in the game originally. Uh, they were added in later. At the moment, I've not oh, done. I've not they, done. Um, so. You must just not have that DLC then. There's well, a DLC that got, adds those four. I'm about um, to do the new game plus stuff, so it might be right. mixed in with that. No, it's, it should be in the base game if you've got the DLC season uh, of infamy. No, but it basically just adds um, extra side missions about those characters, and all four of them are great missions. But the other side stuff is the man bat stuff is I don't really like chasing him around. 
I the, really like. I really like. This is. A, I like. I like partly because I have. I have a bit of a soft spot for Man Bat just as a character, and I think his character model is exceptional. Yeah, it's cool. I think it's a good mission. I think going into his base and like exploring him and and that. I think the jump scare is cool. I think the the Professor Pig side quest where you're scanning the bodies it's and hunting them down is, e- is great. Excellent. I think that the Azrael stuff, I think is a good continuation. Mm. I think that the other continuations, what, oh, what, Deathstroke... What, what choice did you pick for Azrael? Remind me the what they were. So you either attack Batman or you break the sword. Oh, I broke the can... sword. Yeah, I broke the sword too. Because I don't want to attack Batman because I like him. Uh, <laughs> I think I like... Azrael's quite an underwhelming playable character though, because he just plays exactly like Batman. Yeah, well, um, I mean, his whole thing is that he's been studying. His whole Batman, thing is he... so like it makes sense. I think the the Deathstroke other side stuff was part. Deathstroke is really disappointing. Why do you fight him in a tank? Well, I don't I mind think... the tank stuff. It's then when he he climbs out, you should then have a hand to hand. You should have segment. a fight. You should, and that's an annoying thing about this game as a whole. Is there's not really any boss battles. Because you take everyone out in the Batmobile instead. Just a few boss battles would have been nice. Yeah, the the, uh, the Red Hood one kind of has Red kind Hood, of uh, well. not Red yeah. Hood. Um, Arkham Knight has a few like underground in the yeah. thing is really cool, and the the well the first tank battle with him, then the underground thing, and then trying to like sneak up on him while sniping. Um, um, and then the the big old the big old disappointment of this game. And even though it's only a minor part, docks a lot of points for me. And I'm not... I say docks a lot of points. This is a fantastic game. It's very close <laughs> to being a 10 out of 10. <laughs> but the way they handle Hush in this is the worst. It's, it's the worst thing in any of these games. Mike, are you saying that you don't like single quick-time events wrapping up an entire story? Yeah. I think that the initial reveal of, oh, you think you're playing as Bruce, but you're actually playing as Hush, is fine. And then it's wrapped then up in it a single do time. anything it's else with it. So lame. It's such a lame it's, it side thing. It is a shame because I don't mind because a lot of the the most wanted side mission stuff have varying levels of length to complete them. Uh, like Firefly has like two or three. Yeah. Um, obviously, Professor Pig has like five or six, and you have to find the bodies as well. Um, but you get like the opera to music to to guide you yeah. towards them. Um, but then you have like Deacon Blackfire. Uh, very oh yeah he's like one mission yeah but oh, i don't i don't, I don't mind that because he's not like a huge villain he's even firefly he's like quite low down in terms of like batman villains that people might know i so think the highlight the highlight side mission here is against all odds the riddler because i think a big complaint people had about the others is that you have to do the riddler trophies to get the stuff and not everyone likes collectibles in games and that's fine because collectibles are can be quite tedious whereas here you can do the whole Riddler mission except for the final boss without collecting any Riddler trophies because it's the Batman Catwoman stuff. And like swapping between the two of them to do the puzzles is yeah. very satisfying. Well, the it's not quite co-op because um, the AI is the other yeah. bit of it. But with um, Nightwing, Catwoman, Robin, and Robin... They're all really fun to do, like the co-op. Yeah, to like swap between. I, and do the, I always, do the combo whenever I had the opportunity to, I always played as the other one because I'm spending the rest of the game as Batman. Yeah. So yes, you want to play as the other and one. seeing all their different like takedowns and like moves and like their dialogue and stuff was like really cool. If we're talking about the side characters, 
shall I do? Remember earlier when I said I had a gripe about this game? I thought it was the hush stuff. It's not the hush stuff, actually. This other thing is one that is tough for me to insult because none of it was bad. But, and it's, I'm not sure if it's going to make much sense at all. It's the the challenge maps. Because as I've said with the others, I am, I, (laughs) okay. I really like doing the challenge maps. In this game, it's just too much. And it (laughs) took me years. I didn't have the time to want to sit down and do all the challenge maps until lockdown uh, last year. Ooh. And then I thought, okay, now I'm just going to power... Th- I'm going to replay these games, and I'm going to power through all the challenge maps in this one. And when it launched, people were disappointed in the challenge mode because every character had one map, and you played as that character in that map. Mm-hmm. And that was it. You couldn't play as any of the other characters. They had one combat and one predator each. And mm-hmm. that's just... Dis- oh, sorry, we'll launch a proper challenge mode. So they added loads more maps... And every map, they made playable with every character. And I get that that sounds normal, like what they should do, because it's what they do with the others as well. But I'm about to talk you through the numbers, and you're going to see why it becomes such a tedious experience by the end. Okay. So there are 25 combat maps. Yeah. And there are 23 Predator maps. Mm. There are eight playable characters in this. There's Batman, Catwoman, Nightwing, Robin, Harley... Red Hood, Azrael, uh, and who's the other one? Joker? No, Joker's not playable in this. Uh, oh, who's the other one? Uh, hold on. Uh, Alfred! You just wrote No. <laughs> no. Uh, there is. Oh, I can't. How am I forgetting this? Uh, let me quick it's, it's not Gordon, is it? No. Uh, there's So there's Batman, Catwoman, Robin, Nightwing. Azrael, Harley, Red Hood, Batgirl. Uh, Batgirl's oh. on the playable one. Um, Batgirl just came out of nowhere. <laughs> she's got it launched alongside her DLC because she's got a, a prequel DLC. But that means there's eight. Now, that again, sound like a lot. 25 combat challenges eight times is 200 combat challenges. Oof. <laughs> 23 predator challenges eight times. Is whatever 23 times 8 is, which is still quite a lot. That's 184 Predator challenges. So that's already 384 (laughs) challenge maps. And the the Predator ones are really hard. Some of them take you like an hour to beat. Like there's a Nightwing one in the police station where one of the challenges is don't break any glass. You start outside, and the whole thing is four floors, each surrounded by windows. You get inside, and there are office blocks, each with a a glass protector on the desk. And inside, all the rooms inside have glass windows. So if if a henchman lets off a single bullet, they'll break a window and you'll fail that one. And they're all like that hard and that tricky. So they take about an hour, and there's 184 of them. And I'm, I'm not done, because then there's the Batmobile stuff, <laughs> where the the ones. Well, surely that are, the are... character eight characters don't affect the racing because you're all using that's, the Batmobile. That's what you think. That is what I think. There are the the ones that are limited on the Batmobile stuff. Is there's five combat challenges which you just have to do once each. There's seven hybrid 
which is like you race to a location, you shoot all the tanks, you race to the next one, and that's you do it in a time limit. Combat ones are really <coughs> hard because you have to link up combos without getting hit and without missing once to get the score. So they're challenging, but there's only five, so it's fine. The hybrid ones are fine. Then you get cool scarecrow ones that are like the hybrid ones where you race and then fight, but like with the scarecrow like world changing mm. around you. And then you, there's a big boss fight against a giant scarecrow where you shoot him with the Batmobile a bunch. There's oh, only four of them. Cool. So there's five combat, seven hybrid, and four scarecrow. That's fine. You can do those fairly quickly. Then comes the races. Oh. There's 14, 14 races. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're really cool. There's the Riddler ones from in the main game. Uh, there's the there's some based off like old movies. So there's like one based off the '60s Adam West show. There's ones based off Batman Returns. Oh, okay. Uh, Mel Keaton film. So they're they're all really cool. Each of them you got to do twice because there's the one lap version and mm-hmm. there's the three lap version. One lap mm-hmm. version is just the last lap where it's at its hardest. The three lap version gets harder with each one. Mm-hmm. So that becomes twenty eight races and then all the batmobile skins count as a different batmobile so you have to do each one with every batmobile skin (laughs) obviously you can't do that for the combat because the other batmobile skins don't have combat modes they just have the race so like with so there are 10 batmobile skins no there's no, there's only three. Oh, there's there only three. Ten. There are no! ten. There's the Tumblr. There's the Adam West Batmobile. There's Michael Keaton's oh. Batmobile. There's the Riddler Batmobile. So there's ten of and them. And don't you have to do stuff to unlock all the skins and stuff as well? Uh, yep. Uh, so there's ten of them. And that's... Tw- so that's 28 races ten times. So that's 280 races. <laughs> um, but not only that, every Batmobile handles differently. So you think that you've got like the race like down and you think, okay, I can just power this through next time because I've got the route. And then all of a sudden you're in the tumbler from Christian Bale's films and it can't turn. <laughs> so like there are overall 200 combat challenges, 184 predator challenges, 280 Batmobile races, <laughs> uh, five combat challenges, seven hybrid challenges and four scarecrow challenges. And each one, if you want 100%, you've got to get all three stars in, which is very difficult. So can you see? So when you, you said... Why you it's said, so tedious. When you said it was a lot, what you meant was you don't need to buy any more video games. Because you only set. ever have to play this one. I had a three-month lockdown where I said to myself, I'm going to play so many video games, and I spent almost the whole time just playing Arkham. Because I wanted to 100% it and do those. And it was a lot. Mike, <laughs> and none you get of it's 100... bad. None of those maps are bad maps. And hey, none Mike, of them aren't fun to do. What do you get for 100% in the game? You get a trophy. And was satisfaction. You get satisfaction. <laughs> oh. But seeing the number finally tick off on one of those match types was like... Oh, thank God. And I do... The challenge maps for the, the characters all play satisfyingly differently. Batman and Asriel are the same, which mm. we've already discussed. Robin, they fix here. They keep his same gadgets and moveset, but they speed him up a lot. Red Hood is so fun to play as. Well, doesn't he just <laughs> shoot everyone? <laughs> yeah, because he's just got guns. All his gadgets are guns. 
it's like his predator things like you just get the three things straight away then the rest of it you just sit on a gargoyle and go bam, 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 bam. <laughs> but the best thing about him he's got a arkham knight skin so you can play as arkham knight oh which is very excellent cool. so i want to download season of infamy now yeah. i want to go off and do that you should try download every dlc character and doing all their challenges. Well, I will if they're free, because I get Arkham Knight free on Game Pass. Oh, right. No, they won't be free. But, oh my, it's just so much. And as I said, like, some of them take up to an hour to beat. (laughs) So, like, God, it's a lot. It's a lot of challenge maps. And it's all fun. It sounds... That Batman gameplay, and it's your good excuse to play as the other characters. (laughs) But it's it's, it's a lot. (laughs) Is um, turn into sort of upcoming games. I think it's been like they've said it's going to be different. Isn't there like an Arkham, a Gotham Knights? There's Gotham Knights coming out. They've confirmed it's not an Arkham game. Yeah. Uh, it looks awful. The gameplay what's, looks terrible. What's the premise of it? Uh, Batman's dead. Oh. Uh, there is a crime war building in Gotham with Court of Owls. And it's the four four Batman protégés all like all fighting this crime war to decide who should be the next batman so it's i believe it's batgirl robin nightwing and red hood but mm-hmm. it looks awful the traversal looks terrible the they all have like special abilities which look rubbish the combat looks just like button mash square it looks really bad i would rather have another proper arkham game with next gen tech than what you think we'll get we'll ever get another arkham game uh, I th- think we will. I think eventually we will. Where would you like... Well, what would you like to include, both story-wise, where do you think it should go, but also, like, I mechanics and stuff? I would like it to be about Nightwing taking over from Bruce, and I want it mm. to be about Nightwing's... So, like, Nightwing's year one, and I want him to play as a combination of... Nightwing and Batman. Hmm. And maybe, like, as you go, like, you start very much just as Nightwing with his gadgets and combat from the other games. Then as you go, you unlock more and more Batman gadgets. And you can start to feel more like Batman, and he becomes a hybrid of two. I think that would be a, a cool place to take it. Does Nightwing have any Nightwing-specific villains? Because I know a lot of the Batman rogues. Like, what sort of threats would you it think does, would best suit him? I'm not sure him. I could tell you any of them. What sort of... Th- threats would you like to see him sort of go maybe a court of owls what would be cool is a look at the crime war look at a, a crime war in gotham trying to take over in the space of okay batman and joker are gone there's an open season for the new big boss in town here's who it and then it's like so, competing who it could be it's like a lot of penguin a lot of two-face Maybe get the Falcones and Maronis yeah. in there. Um, Black Mask again. Like, just well, like... didn't uh, didn't Red Hood kill him in like a DLC? Yeah, it's just Matt Winter. Just dead. Um, I'd like. I think Two Face would be a cool primary antagonist because then you could explore. Like, yeah, he's been duality, very... the duality of Nick Grayson and Nightwing, but then Nightwing and Batman. And then Batman and Bruce, yeah. and then Bruce and Nick, because uh, Dick Grayson. After, and it was a while back that I read it, but I'm pretty sure after um, 
Nightwing takes over from Batman in the comics, Two-Face is one of the first people he fights. Or at least Two-Face is the first one to realise that he's it's now a fighting Batman. a different Batman because he yeah. sees him smile on some security footage. Uh, and then because of that, Two-Face starts like very much going after him in a guise of like, you're not Batman, you're an imposter. Mm. And I think maybe getting a Robin into the mix would be cool. Like, have a whole game of Dick's doing his transition into Batman, so he needs Robin by his side, and having, like, being able to switch between the two of them the whole time would be really cool. I do think it would also be cool. So, like, some of the Batman villains that we've seen in these games a lot. No more Joker. No more Bane. Also, I think in Bane's story, um, he goes back off to Pena Dura prison um, to like yeah. get rid of all the Titan stuff. Um, and then maybe have a few more people that have either had a backseat or not even appeared yet step up. So give Two-Face a bit more substantial stuff. Maybe get, I don't know, Ventriloquist in um, for like a side mission. Um, and that's another thing I really like about Arkham Knight is that a lot of Batman villains that we've never really seen adaptations of outside of animated shows get a really, a lot of the time, I think yeah. most of them land. I think Yeah, they do. It's very rare to get, and I know I focus on a lot of them, but it's very rare to get a bad side mission in one of these games. Like, because they, well, yeah, it's the like side... you're reading, they're not long. It's like you're reading one issue of a comic where that guy's the villain. Yeah, and I like that. Um, I know I mentioned right at the beginning, bizarrely, Prometheus, but his whole thing is that he's an anti-Batman, so his parents were shot down by corrupt police officers, so he became a criminal with a view to taking down like, uh, like the police in institutions. So like having him as opposed, like as a as a viable antagonist, would be really cool and add a lot of like. We, we have both forgotten something. We are getting another Arkhamverse game that got confirmed. We are? Steady. Yeah. The uh, Suicide Squad uh, Kill the Justice League is Arkhamverse. Oh, is it? Yeah. <gasps> uh, by And it's by Rocksteady. So I'm wondering if that will set up where Arkham goes next. It also, looks I'm a lot really more cartoony that, than like the... It, it doesn't... doesn't look more cartoony, but I think it's going to be very cool to get a look we're getting more of the dc universe outside of batman yes see what it's like in this yeah. universe and i think the reason it looks more cartoony is because dc when you jump away from batman is is incredibly cartoony. cartoony like look at the suicide squad it's a very zany <laughs> film. it is a very zany film exactly. everyone should go universe watch is the same universe as batman v superman Oh, like, what, so what, 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 what a trilogy and origins. Yeah. The thing is, I look at the, the roster they've gone for in that game now. I'm going to have a quick look at it. So it's um, Harley, King uh, Shark, it's... Boomerang, and Deadshot. Yeah. I think. I, like, I get why they've gone for that team. Yeah. Because uh, at the time, they were the ones that like screamed Suicide Squad to people, especially Deadshot, Boomerang, Harley. I would... I just really want the team from the new movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, that's the thing. You could easily swap out um, Deadshot for. And again, yeah, this Blood pretty Sport. much is the team from the new movie, just with Bloodsport there. Instead no, of... not with Bloodsport, Deadshot. with Deadshot. <laughs> no, yeah, if, if you put Bloodsport there instead of Deadshot. I like I... that they've, <laughs> they've given Boomerang super speed because he's useless. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Awesome poster though the uh, the Suicide Squad logo crosshair on yeah. top of Superman's head. I that game's gonna be so cool. If every boss battle in that game is against a Justice League member, it's got then they've be, got surely. the potential for some amazing boss battles because they're all so unique and diverse and stuff. Ah, oh, well maybe we'll do another. What, yeah, we'll, we'll jump back in. We'll do our our Suicide Squad kill the Justice League hot takes. They won't be hot. I'm sure it'll be. Oh my god! I love this game. Oh, he's very good. Rocksteady know how to do the DC oh, universe. Oh, I can't believe that they set up a Nightwing Arkham game, and he's becoming Batman and fighting Prometheus and Two Face. Wow! But in the in the Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League post credit scene. Nightwing walked on screen and said, "Hello, it's me, Dick Grayson, and here's the game I'm doing next, as pitched by Sorry Meadows Podcast." <laughs> well, I I can't believe that. Uh... The uh, the second post credit scene was just him saying F- Batman. Setting you've you've upset me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, look, <laughs> it's fine because Harley Quinn movies have redeemed their post credit scenes with the Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> that was excellent. I love it. Spoilers! Spoilers! Bleep it! Bleep it! Bleep it! <laughs> well, actually, by the time this comes out. This, uh, it probably won't need spoilers because the film will have been out for a while. And with, I guess we'll we'll call it there then, with yeah. the one final message of everyone, go and see The Suicide Squad. It's amazing. If nothing else, go for Nine Away and Ratcatcher 2. Right, bye! Bye everyone! Bi guys, go a, check out It's a goodbye from me. Arkham is awesome. I want to play more. I want to go play them now. No, I don't. I'm Arkham down. I'm not. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go 500 challenge maps. <laughs> I'm going to go back and play it all now. <laughs>